Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are talking about leaving people better than you found them. And I'm going to get into a little bit of like a story time and just how really what this quote, leave people better than you found them, what it really actually means to me. But before we get into that, I just want to say that I am so happy because we had our little meetup. We had our boxing class. It was this weekend, January 14th. And it was with my girls in the New York, New Jersey area. And it was just so much fun. We got to do boxing and working out. And it was definitely, it was intense. I know the girls didn't really know what to expect. And then a few of us did end up going to lunch after. And we actually got to sit and chat and it was nice because like I've been saying my goal what I really want to do is bring this community together in person and it's really not easy to make friends in your 20s your late 20s especially like-minded friends and maybe not everyone is the same because obviously everyone 
has different values. But for the most part, if everyone is a consumer of my content, then I'm going to assume that they all, to a degree, agree with the things I put out there. And we're all similar in the overall concept of what we want out of life. We're all ambitious and we have high standards and we're stepping into our 2.0 self and we're just all really on the same page to a degree. And so being able to build that local community of like-minded individuals is very important to me. I know from doing business for five years now that creating a good culture and building a strong community is honestly the most important thing. And so I love having you all listen to my podcast, but seeing people's faces and talking in person and going from like a fun workout to lunch, it makes it all that much more real because it actually feels like this is a group of friends. You don't even feel like a group of strangers, even though we are. And it was nice sitting at lunch because the girls were chatting with each other and saying, oh, you live so close to me. Oh, you live 20 minutes away. Oh, I went to that school. Oh, I know that place. So I'm excited for more local meetups with my New York, New Jersey girls. We did keep that group chat. So if you are in New York or New Jersey, like if you're in the surrounding areas and you are local to come to more meetups and events, DM me if you want to join the chat. It's an Instagram group chat. It was basically just the chat that we had used for this event, this meetup specifically for questions and details and things like that. But I decided I'm going to keep the chat so that we could all stay in the loop. So yeah, if you're local and you want to join us in the future, let me know. I'll get you in there so you could have the deets on our next meetup. And then one more thing, if you guys have not registered or joined the waitlist for my group coaching program, get on that now because it is moving along. I definitely thought that I would be able to get the course out in January, but it's not it's not going to go that way. January is over in two weeks and I am not going to compromise the quality of the course just to rush. So it's going to take a little bit more time than I had originally anticipated, but that's quite all right. We are getting shit done and I'm really excited. I got a new webcam, a camera, uh, sorry, a light for the camera. I ordered something for my office so that it'll be behind me in what I'm recording and doing the calls with you guys. So the aesthetic will be cute. I am just really looking forward to this. So stay tuned for the details on that and make sure to get on the wait list. But now let's get into the topic leave people better than you found them. So like I said, I want to share a little bit of a journey from like my high school, college years to now and why I want to focus on this practice. I really want to practice leaving people better than you find them all 2023 long. That is the energy of 2023. And I first came across this quote when I was in college. I was a senior and it was just a little meme, like an Instagram quote meme thingy that just said, leave people better than you found them. It was that simple. But my senior year at that time, it really impacted me so much because I had this group of friends, quote, quote, friends, if you will, who were the complete opposite of that from my personal memory. You ask them, I don't know. From my personal memory, there was this like one like main like head bitch in charge type of person, but everyone else was the accomplice. Everyone else was just like a follower who just did as they were told and believed as they were told. And 
we were 21 years old and it was legitimately reminding me of things that I would do at 17 years old when I was in high school. I can recall being a junior or a senior in high school, you know, a kid having this boyfriend who would hook up with other girls or we would break up and then he would date other girls. And I was so mean to those girls at that time. I literally like get secondhand embarrassment. Um, But I was jealous ultimately when I ended up gaining the self-awareness. It really wasn't long before we actually, I ended up becoming friends with those girls because like I said, I realized my own insecurity. I realized it was my own jealousy. I was projecting on them and lashing out on them because I was young and I was immature. Not to make excuses for myself. Obviously, being mean to people is never right. But that's high school. And you do shitty things and you learn from them. So fast forward when I was in college, like I said, my senior year and the girls that I was quote quote friends with, when they were acting like that, I was slowly becoming more and more on the outs of the group until I was just finally fully exiled. They were just done with my ass because that behavior was intolerable to me at that age. And so I didn't follow that lead. And I had learned that lesson four years prior. I I wasn't interested in acting 17 again at 21. And these girls would, similar stories, they would be with guys who obviously didn't give a fuck about them and obviously weren't committed to them. And then when he would hook up with another girl, it was like World War III. And those girls, like the girls that he had hooked up with, were tormented and treated terribly, especially when it was a younger girl in school. It was a huge ego thing. Like, I'm a senior, she's a freshman, I don't give a fuck. I'll ruin her life. I even, I can recall that there was a night out, but I think I actually stayed in because I don't recall or remember exactly witnessing this, but it still stands out in my head because I remember being told this. And I remember being told this by multiple people. So I think because I've heard it so many times that I kind of can like picture it in my head, but I don't really exactly remember myself being there myself witnessing it and what what it was like I had mentioned that one head bitch in charge she was like literally screaming in a girl's face telling her that she's gonna make her life a living hell she's gonna ruin her life she's gonna ruin her school year and all this bully shit meanwhile she's going to bed with that guy the guy she's screaming about she's going to bed with that guy in that same night like make it make sense you know what I mean like if you're gonna be a tough guy then be a tough guy all the way through (laughs) like like actually see it through don't just uh you know pick on someone smaller than you like pick on someone your own size then like go ahead like let me see you give that same energy to that guy you know and I just I hated that like I just remember being like ew but I was I was still young enough that like I didn't necessarily say like fuck all you guys I'm done with all you like you're bad people but I was like I said getting further and further on the outs because what I would do was I would befriend those girls so I would start making plans with and hanging out with those girls instead of the girls that I was friends with like I wasn't even in the group chat anymore even if we didn't have a straight-up confrontation of me being like you're bad it was more of just like a slowly you know like 
going away type of situation. And I would, you know, hang out with these girls that it was clear as day, you know, where that I didn't have any loyalty to this group of friends, obviously. And I would eat lunch with these girls in the dining hall and I would take pictures with them at the bar and hang out with them at the bar and I would let them borrow my clothes and we would hang out between class. And there was just a lot of these girls that were kind of like a victim or the odd one out or whatever it was. And I didn't care. I would hang out with them because I wanted to basically make them feel like I would just say like don't even worry about them it's all bark no bite like nothing is gonna happen you don't don't even worry about it and quite frankly who cares like this girl has no value in your life how could she make your life a living hell how could she ruin your life you don't even give a shit about her you don't even know her she holds no value like for you to even have an ego to think that you have the capacity to ruin someone's life that doesn't even know you is honestly it's embarrassing. Like, you're giving me the ick right now. And speaking of embarrassing, it was really quite embarrassing because they were literally staying with guys who hooked up with other girls. Like, you're literally with a guy who hooked up with someone else. So let's be real. You think you're winning here, but you're actually losing. Like, that's actually really embarrassing because everybody knows. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, I got the guy. And it's like, oh, yeah, because that guy is such a fucking prize, right? <laughs> Um, and from then, like, I just really cared about doing good by people and wanting people to feel like they can come to me and feel safe and feel comfortable with me or talking to me. I mean, of course, if you ask the group of friends I'm talking about, if you ask those girls their perception of me, certainly I'm the bad guy. I'm sure that if you ever ask those girls, whatever happened, you were friends with Victoria, then you weren't. I'm sure that they would never actually sit here and say well I was a big bully and I was tormenting people and she was nice to people and became friends with people that I bullied like I'm sure that she that's not their version of the story right I'm sure that they would have a whole different perception a whole different story as to what I did wrong but if I'm being honest I'm perfectly okay with being the bad guy in their head I would very much rather be the bad guy in their version of the story because I'd rather be that than be their friend. <laughs> you are a representation of who you hang out with. Like you are the company you keep. And I would never want anyone to think that that's the company I keep. I would never want anyone to think that I'm friends with those people. So I'd much rather them think that I was the bad guy. And that's perfectly fine. But you know what? In my memory, how it went down was I just befriended those girls and I didn't give a fuck. I would hang out with them in front of their face and what are you going to do? Tell me I can't be friends with them? Yeah. Okay. Try somebody else. If there is anything that I'm not, it's a follower. Especially a blind follower. I am never going to blindly follow people that really have no rationale for why they do the things that they do or why they act the way they act. Like, I don't want to be friends with people that I just share nothing in common with mindset wise like it's just it's not gonna work especially like I said been there done that in high school like yeah I was certainly a bitch to people in high school not to the degree maybe where I was saying I'll make your life a living hell but I was no angel I was definitely not nice to those girls but I mean didn't we all learn lessons in high school and do stupid shit in high school no matter what it was didn't we all learn a lesson to some degree to like not do whatever it was that we were doing ever again so like to carry that behavior into college was just like bizarre to me this show is sponsored by better help 
We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. But after college, as I've gotten older, I do my best, but sometimes we lose sight of things like leave people better than you find them like that type of mindset wasn't always the number one priority it's you know I'm not always in the best mood I'm not always waking up with the best mindset or sometimes I put expectations on people and then I'm let down or a ton of different examples of why that mindset isn't always at the forefront why I've lost sight of that sometimes but what are you going to do? We aren't robots. We're human beings. And we can't always show up as the tip-top version of ourselves. Sometimes I think about scenarios where I hate how I acted or how I spoke to someone. I think about it and I'm like, why did I even say that? Or why did I even do that? I'll literally get secondhand embarrassment over myself like being a bitch or acting in a way that doesn't align with my life's mission. I'm like, why did I do that? (laughs) Like, I hate that. Like, I'll look back on a message or or I'll just get a flashback from a situation 
And I'm just like, ew, ew, stop. I literally don't, I don't like that someone has that memory (laughs) of me. Um, I even think about, I have a friend who, uh, like I have, okay, so I'm friends with this one friend and I'm also friends with these other people. And in my mind, these other people are really nice people, but my friend doesn't like those people. And she's like, I just feel like I'm judged when I'm around them or I feel like they're very like to themselves, like they don't, they're not very inviting. But in my mind, that's not my experience with those people, you know what I mean? And I think those people would feel really bad or be like, there's no way if I were to tell them like, this is her perception of you guys. So we don't all, we're not all always 100% aware of how we act in the moment. But sometimes if we look back, it's like, I hate that I did that. So, you know, I I wonder, not that I've ever made it a point to say like, hey, you made this person feel bad or this person won't even be around you because you make her feel so uncomfortable. I'm not going to make it my point to say that. Obviously, it's not my place. But I do wonder sometimes, like, do they know that person feels that way about them? So that's why I really try to live very consciously and very mindfully because I don't want people to have experiences like that with me I want people to think of me as someone who does good so when I think about that saying leave people better than you found them what I've learned in order to actually do that is that we need to have patience you know like I just said I'm not always in the best mood I don't always have the best mindset and on those days my fuse is short Because of a lack of patience. Or how I said, yes, I have set expectations on people. And when they don't act according to the way that I imagine that they should act in my head. Again, it's a lack of patience. I need to gain patience to be able to step back, zoom out, look at the scenario from the bigger picture, from a wider lens. And not just say, well, you should think like this or you should do that. Like I shouldn't just put my expectations on people and how they, how I think that they should or would or could or whatever. Instead, if I tap into the patience, it allows me to see things from their side. It allows me to understand why they think a certain way. And then I could be more understanding with those people. And the more understanding you are, the more kind that you are and the better, the better you articulate your feelings even if you don't agree with them you'll have you're you're not going to have that short fuse like I said where you just want to like go off and it's like a ticking time bomb instead you're like okay I don't agree but here's why and here's blah 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 blah. then you could have open dialogue and clear communication with people so let's talk about that if you think about it if we channel the mindset every single day leave people better than you found them If we channel that, how would we change our everyday behaviors? What would change about the way that we talk to people? What are some behaviors or traits, toxic traits, toxic behaviors that we would drop? What would we stop doing? Or what would we change about what we do? What would be something that we say, I do this, but I want to channel that. I do this, but I want to step into that. What would we make a switch on? Or what are some things that are working in our favor that we would continue to do? What, what would you say, yeah, I'm doing really good in this department and you know maybe I wasn't always that way, but now I am and I'm, I'm enjoying this and I'm good at this and I'm going to continue doing this because it makes me feel good and it makes others feel good. 
And what are some things that we would just start doing that we don't do at all? If we were to say, I need to really practice leaving people better than I found them. This is something that I've never done, but I'm going to get vulnerable. I'm going to get open. I'm going to get real. And I'm going to really channel this, you know, energy of these behaviors and this type of communication skill, whatever it is. So I think for me, something I would surely stop doing is jumping the gun and wanting to control situations and instead I would start giving people a chance to like figure it out like there are times where I truly have no patience and I just want to correct someone I'm just like oh my god like I I just but when I do that I make people feel stupid and I know I've done that for sure and in my heart I never want or I never intend to make anyone feel that way or make anyone feel stupid. But it's more of me wanting to c- control the situation. And if someone's like not going, you know, in the direction that I wanted or that I anticipated or that I hoped, I just want to like jump the gun and, you know, put my hand in it and change it up or correct it or whatever. But making anyone feel stupid or making anyone feel less than isn't exactly leaving anyone better than I found them, right? So that's something, that's a behavior that I, and I certainly got a lot better at that. That used to be definitely something like, I think I was a little more like, I don't know if like aggressive is the word or just like, like I guess direct and straightforward, which I still am, but it was just like in a different way. And I'm not as bad as I used to be with that. I'm very aware of that. But I still, you know, it is still kind of like a way that I am. And it's something that I would consciously want to stop doing altogether. And what I would definitely do more of, and this would be in like the continuing category, but also in the starting category, because I do this a little bit, but not enough. Like I would start to do this a whole lot more is just to share so much more love for people even if it's unsolicited even if it's for literally no reason whatsoever like just talking about my admiration for people or doing thoughtful little things for people like just really expressing my feelings and my gratitude more so that love is always present in every conversation or love is present in the friendship or love is present in the partnership I just want more love to be honestly present in the whole year of 2023 I think 2023 is the year of more love and if we lead with love then we will always leave people better than we found them even like the people at the grocery store or the uber driver like I I'm the type of person who I could talk to literally anybody. I could talk to a brick wall. Like, I'm just, I really don't shut the fuck up. But, actually, there's one guy, we're, we're friends, but we, you know, we talk about how we're not compatible for anything more than friends. And one thing is he's like, you don't shut the fuck up. I'm like, but isn't that a good thing? Like, I just always have something to say, and it's usually something good. I'm not usually complaining or saying anything bad I definitely do complain sometimes but you know it's just funny because anyway my point is is that I, li- I like to be friendly and I like to talk to people and I think being friendly to the workers the staff the uber drivers whoever 
is honestly making love present in our lives and leading with love and it's no matter how big or how small a situation is or just telling your friends how proud you are of them or anything it truly doesn't matter but it's putting love at the forefront we can't lead with expectations because then we're gonna be disappointed and then it makes us confrontational then it's like oh, you don't do this right or that right. Like, I know for the girls who are dating, because I get all the DMs, I get all the emails, I get all the comments on TikTok. I know for the, for those girls who are dating right now that they have a lot of expectations and they lead with a lot of expectations. But usually when they lead with expectations, things go south really quickly. Not only does the relationship not work out, which is fine, not everything is for everyone, but it ends really bad. And it's just like them going off on them and setting novels. Like I had a a client who, a coaching client where I do one-on-ones and she was telling me about the situation with the guy who, I can't remember exactly what happened. Maybe he like canceled on her at the last minute or something like that. And she just sent like a whole novel. And I was like, "Um, maybe that wasn't the route to go um obviously now you know you guys are gonna be done because like that's it like like he does and most people don't and he didn't respond well to a novel of someone telling him everything that he does wrong and all this stuff and blah 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 and you know if we just hold on if we can just chill for a second if we just switch our mindset to develop more patience and see things through you may make a friend you may end on better terms you may have some really fun dates. Or you may find out that this is something good, even if it wasn't perfect from day one. You know, who knows? Not to say that you are going into dating looking for friends, but you just truly never know what people are going through. So if if something had happened that he had to cancel I mean listen if he's an asshole who's like super flaky then bye whatever but you just really don't know and so if 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 they're like oh well actually this is what happened didn't want to tell you that because you're a stranger and I didn't owe you that information but if you want to go off on me here's what actually happened this and that and other whatever and it's like something serious and then you feel dumb you're like oh my god I shouldn't have done like you just really don't know right so I am making the pledge to more, you know, patience, making the pledge to really putting this energy and this mindset at the forefront of this year. And I'm going to do my best to really consciously honor it and see what it results in this year. Like I said, you never know. It doesn't have to mean romantic. It could literally mean more friendship, more opportunity, more anything more connecting with people more networking and I think ultimately everything that we receive in life is a mirror so you get what you give lead with love give more love receive more love and ultimately you'll just have a much more positive trajectory of your life so now let's get into a dear Victoria segment I wanted to do one of a young girl because I have a few from girls that are in high school and I just felt like using one of their submissions would be fitting for this episode because I talk a lot about my younger years so let's get into it 
Dear Victoria, I adore your podcast. You are so fluent in your expression of confidence and I especially connect with how you talk about gratitude and its role in abundance. I want an advice on a boy I've been talking to. I'm 16, so this is likely going to sound like high school drama. A few months ago, a boy who I've known since I was younger reached out to me. We didn't personally know each other, but we grew up around each other. We started flirting from the get-go, but I was skeptical as I knew that he had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. I asked him in the very beginning if I was a rebound, and he said no. Error in that is obvious, but that's besides the point. We got closer and closer every day, started meeting in person, hanging out after practice. He waited while I needed to jumpstart my car, always talked and FaceTimed me, hung out with me, blah, 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 blah. But then one day he was taking me home from school and said, by the way, I don't want a girlfriend. This was expected, but I hadn't wanted a relationship until I met him, so that did pose as a problem for me. I should have ended it right then. I was clearly a replacement or a distraction for him, but I denied this because he would do things like ask my friend if I liked him or he would tell me that I wasn't a rebound. Then his energy shifted and he started acting different and short with me one day and I asked him why. He said, different goals. He is a D1 committed athlete. It was an intense part of the season. He had games coming up. I dropped him that day and I told him I wanted something serious and that it wasn't going to work. I moved on and learned from all of my mistakes. I talked to other guys. I dropped other guys. I mostly built up my own confidence, but he was always in the back of my head. And I mostly ignored those thoughts because I didn't want to wait around for him or run back to him when the time came. But then the time came. He messaged me on Christmas Eve. We've been snapping back and forth since then. He has conversations with me, but I've been skeptical because either he is bored and just needs someone to talk to or he wants something more with me. I'm not a stupid girl. I consider myself to be really smart, actually. But when it comes to this boy, I find myself doing some stupid girl things. Should I restart and try with him? He didn't give me what I wanted in the first go around, but that was because of circumstance. Now that it's a different circumstance, is it right to try again or should I let go? Oh, well, let me start by saying you're certainly not a stupid girl. I mean, you're 16 and just from reading that whole message, I would never consider you to be stupid. I could tell that you are a very intelligent young lady. What I will say is that I really don't appreciate people teaching me the same lesson twice and that applies to any age especially in my younger ages I think is when we would let things go more because you know we're in school we're gonna see them the next day and we wanted to avoid confrontation and we wanted to fit in and all that and like we would let things go more and then that's why there was still always drama and insecurity present because people loved to teach us the same lesson twice like we should have been a little bit more firm the first go around but instead we prioritized the social life and oh I got to be friends with them and I got to get along with them and all that kind of stuff but I think now as I've gotten older there are not many circumstances and situations where I let a guy hurt me two times (laughs) Or I let a guy prove to me two times that he doesn't want what I want. But I certainly experienced that when I was younger because we have this like fear like what if, you know, what if though this time is better? What if? So the advice I would give to a 16 year old would be what do you value more? Do you want to, to say 
I don't want to wonder what if. I'd rather let myself get hurt again. I'd rather let myself be vulnerable and go through all this again because it'll be worth getting my heart broken than wondering what if. I don't want to wonder what if. I don't want to question what would have been or what could have been. I want to know. For me, at your age, I think I would have gone that route of like, I don't want to wonder what if. I'll be vulnerable. I'll let my heart get broken. I mean, I think about my very first boyfriend. I was a sophomore. Yeah, I was a, I was a sophomore. He was a junior. What do you know? He cheated on me, treated me terribly, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And then fast forward like a year or so later, he had come back around, started talking to me again. But it was a different energy. You know, it wasn't the same. And I tried to like convince myself that it was like the same because I really like wanted to see maybe this time it'll be right. But I could just tell it was different. Like the first time when we dated, he was so sweet to me. But then when he had come back around, I just felt like he was like a different version of himself. But for whatever reason, he was trying to talk to me. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'm just in my own head. And so... I think he like asked me to go to his prom with him or something like that. And I was like so excited like wow this must be really it. Like it must be the real thing for him to ask me to prom. And then I think he like got a girl. Yeah I think he got a girlfriend or something. I'm, I'm kind of forgetting the timeline because it was so long ago. But then he like got a girlfriend and like told me never mind like oh yeah don't you're not gonna come to prom with me and I just remember being like what the fuck what was the point of all that like it's like I just was so mind boggled by how like why was I so stupid why did I think it was gonna be different why did I get excited why did I get my hopes up when all he did was turn around and then be like never mind like it's actually not you so I do think that they do tend to come back around at that age when they're younger maybe yeah out of boredom or out of knowing like she really loves me or she really likes me so I could easily get her back I could easily get attention from her whatever it is that I'm looking for she'll give it to me but then it's not actually what they want they just it was a placeholder it was like okay I can get what I want momentarily which is attention and whatever else is included in there I don't want to get any you know graphic but they'll get those temper their temporary fix in and then it's like oh yeah I still don't like this girl I didn't like her then and I don't like her now I didn't want to be with her then and I don't want to be with her now even if I let her on even if I made her think otherwise even if I I thought otherwise because sometimes they do really like you but 16 year old boys 17 year old boys they change their mind more than they change their underwear and that's a fact so sometimes they may actually like you but then it's like oh pretty girl now I don't like her anymore. Never mind. Change of plans. So I think if I were to give you advice on what I think that you should do, I would say, fuck the what ifs. You already saw his shoe colors. Don't try to repaint them. He didn't want to commit to you. He didn't want to give you what you want. I kind of doubt he's going to give it to you now. But then there's also the chance that I could be wrong. And then you could go that route and say, I'm so glad that I gave it a try because he is giving me what I want. But how serious is he? Is he really proving himself? If you're just like talking on Snapchat, 
I'm sure he's got your phone number. He could call you. He could say, I really want to hang out with you. I really want to talk to you. I really want to, you know, express myself. Not just like trying to give you, what, what is it called? Breadcrumbs. He's kind of breadcrumbing you. Like letting his name pop up on your phone is making you get like the little butterflies and the stomach tingles. And you're like, oh, he, but he's snapping me. Oh, but he's, you know, giving me attention. Yeah. But how many other girls is he snapping? It doesn't really require much effort to do things like that. So it's the little breadcrumbs. In my mind, don't fall for the breadcrumbs. If he wants you all the way, then he's got to go all the way. He's got to make the effort. I don't care if he's 16, 17 years old. He's made effort for you once before. He could do it again. He could call you up and sit and talk with you on FaceTime the way that he's done it once before in the past. So if he's choosing not to do those things and he's choosing to just keep you at an arm's length, yeah, sure, I'll snap with her. I'll be flirty with her. I'll keep her right where I want her. Eh, you got to be a little careful with that. So hopefully my advice was age appropriate. Ultimately, make the decision that feels best in your heart, but just really decide on where the value lies for you. I'm willing to get my heart broken again and go through it all again because I don't want to wonder what if, or you could say, fuck the what if. This is what I want, and I want someone to give it to me the first time around. I don't want someone to have to come back after, you know, realizing that they fucked up and that they lost me. So that is all we have for today. Thank you, girls, so, 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 so much for listening. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 